Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. leapfrogged the, the whole system. I put in my time on that first three-hour Zoom. You just have to come in on the second one? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I asked about the first one. Don't even tell me. I guess, I mean, Leonard did send it to the group. Uh, you didn't really say anything after that. Uh, I was like, Wait, when, where's the thing? Where's the... I didn't see that message. So when y'all started talking about the Zoom, I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't think you were like... I feel like still that you don't actually care if UCB changes or not because you've already been over UCB for a long ass time. Oh, that is very true, which is why I'm fucking with this other one because it's like a, the general principle is a separate thing from right. UCB. Uh, I don't give a fuck about UCB because UCB is not going to change because UCB is set up what it is, man. But I will say you used like every free resource UCB had, you used like quite often. It's the only place you could do it. Where else was I going to fucking go? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I'm just saying, like, I think it's interesting because, I, again, I started UCB at a time when it it's definitely much more diverse than a lot of the stories I heard and a lot more, like, helpful and inclusive. So it's it's tough for me to, like, hate it, hate it. But I think I always saw that there was, like, a limit to what can be done there because of their whole structure. So That's more mine than I hate it. I'm just actively not here for cults. And it is actively a cult. So I just was never, I never drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, miss me with that shit, bro. Um, and you don't watch BoJack Horseman? I do watch BoJack Horseman. Oh, that's like one of my favorite episodes before uh, I even did improv. The, improv the one where they great. combined improv and Scientology. Which there's so many levels to that because it's also like directly across the street from the Scientology building. And in the show, they kind of like, he can go left and become a Scientologist or go right and learn improv. That's literally and then what he, it is. he makes a right, and then he ends up basically like all the same principles of Scientology are used exactly. to teach him improv. Bro, that, that is my problem more so than anything. That's my problem with most systems is that they require a certain level of Kool-Aid. And it's like, yo, why won't you just give me the platform and the tools to best express myself in this thing? And then fuck off. Hmm. Like, why are you adding all this extra shit on top of it, bro? Like, I mean, I think it would matter if people were being paid to perform. They could set up different things like, hey, this is how we do it here. But without that. But they don't. It's just like. That's another big thing. It's very haphazard. Like, I don't get why there would be any rules. That's another big <laughs> thing. And this comes to the sports part of it. I was like, I am no longer going to be getting fucked for somebody else to be making money, dog. Hmm. I'm not doing it no more. Hmm. Fuck that shit. It's so stupid. And it's like, I feel like none of these people have ever had to do that. Like, like your UCB people are a very certain type, bro. And 98% say, say, say of what <laughs> you mean by that type. Why are you being coy? <laughs> I'm just saying 98% of those nerdy white dudes with glasses ain't never fucking played no type of sport at a real level, bro. That's true. And that's why it, one, is so serious for them. It's their version of a frat. They have, like, an initiation process. And They're not a wrong about that And community in which they can, like, find themselves to be normal and like-minded or whatever. I think even with... Like, so the Zoom call that I was on the other day, you know, I didn't know a lot of these people and 
the ones I did know, I didn't necessarily know well. And I think that's because even in the black or, yeah, I'm going to say black community specifically, because I don't necessarily have as much information about the other communities, but it still was like, oh, once we, once we did cage match, it's like people started like, Respecting us different, the acceptable like we were, Negroes, like, like yet we again. There the whole time, <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying, like, bro. I would say, "What's up to you at Birds for like months?" And today, bro. you're like, "Oh man, hey, like, like you have to like earn your way into like the system." I'm like, again, no one's getting paid here. There's no rules. This is just Amy Poehler's like side project, which is great. Like it was a great open door thing, but like, why are we like making it into something it isn't? Even when they didn't tell us to, like. I mean, I guess like making a Herald team and all that is like, it ended up gaining importance, but I mean, there's a lot of, it's like one of the only spaces I've been in where people like don't necessarily just want to be my friend right off top. And I don't mean like I'm some super friendly dude, but I mean like in any other room, like guys like you and me could walk in and be like, Hey, let's kick it. And people are like, yeah, dope. In that room, people are like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have a Herald party. (laughs) Okay, I guess. What the fuck does that mean? I guess. Yo, again, another wonderful... um, Now, don't get me wrong. We're saying all this with the caveat that we have an improv team, okay? I very much like the activity. Billy Merritt is one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Hmm. He was my first improv teacher. But what I'm getting at is... I have no time for it. And they said this in you. Some people who think they are cool who are not cool, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about your culture. I'm here trying to be funny with other funny people. Yeah. All this other politics shit, miss me with it. There are some cool people there, but mostly it is, it's it's as square as four right angles. Like, every single, yeah, even you listening, you too. But that's fine. <laughs> like, you're allowed to be different. I just, I guess the issue is, yeah, like, being that way, then also being exclusive is like a weird thing like you i don't mean exclusive like traditionally used i mean like excluding people is like an interesting way to like maintain a status quo and i don't necessarily vibe with that i mean it's all going to change i don't know how it's going to change but again if people aren't getting paid then it still doesn't need any of these rules bro it's straight up a microchasm of the lie that is american capitalism bro they're like if you get on the herald team and you start run this hmm. we're not gonna pay you but you know somebody will come here and you can make a big break you know what i mean like you can get signed you can do this you can do that yeah. you can do I all mean, this shit to be fair a lot <laughs> of the people on herald are very funny and they are also uh in the jobs that I'm not necessarily sure that they would say that they've made it, but if they were to take a step back from where they first came into LA, because no one lives here, they would say like, wow, I've really like come up in this system. But I also think that just in my own experience in life, if you have the talent and the time, it will always work out for you. The vehicle doesn't need to be anything except for your own talent time. I should say like, will to actually like create um then you'll make it there's no i don't know anyone that that's never worked out for yes and i also will not take away that there are things 
to help get you in front of people if you do have the talent and that has happened for enough people that they believe that this is the thing and they're taking away the part that you said that if you are good then you what have i always said about this shit bro when you were like i haven't been doing this long who gives a fuck are you funny yeah well the reason i was saying that is based in what i started with which is that in that space people don't generally want to work with people who they haven't who they don't think can level them up. And this yeah. goes beyond That's uh, just LA. UCB. It's yeah, I was going to say, thing. it's just a Los Angeles thing. Like, LA's not a city of wealth. It's a city of, like, 95% broke people and 5% money, and there is no, like, big industry. You know, I always say, like, San Francisco's the tech city. Like, New York is the uh, finance city. LA is literally just a city of broke people all climbing over one another like goddamn World War Z to just try and be the one at the top at the end. And they're all broke. The people very well off. People you see on shows who you're like, man, this guy's, I see him on TV all the time. They may not be broke, but they're like making less than like someone very, very junior at Facebook. Yes. Again, capitalism. But <laughs> let's not go down that way. I like a free market. Hobby. I like to want to be able to make however much money I want. But you can't incentivize the subjugation of people in order to build on that. And mm. that is a system in which we currently operate, and it's a little toxic. But you know, whatever. Um, you feel like that's what ha- what's happening with the NBA right now too. With Kyrie and all these guys? Literally everything, bro. <laughs> Literally everything. I agree with Kyrie. I, it, it's funny because I was calling Kyrie a dumbass nigga for going to Duke and saying that Flat Earth is real. But now <laughs> coming out with facts. You have a thing, right? You have a platform or you have a good that people want to buy. Hold the fucking thing hostage until you get the thing that you want to have happen. Yeah. You know, I was watching, I mean, once Kyrie clarified himself, I was on board with Kyrie. At first, he was just like, no, we're not playing. It's a distraction. I think that that was, I think two things. This is important before we get into NBA Jam. We'll get there, I promise you. Come on in, Jam. The, the, first of all, like, every black person isn't because we all want the same thing doesn't mean we're all lockstep in how to achieve it and this is important for white people listening because i think it can be confusing for you and i'm not making this excuse for you but now that you're paying attention some of you are like i'll post something like well this group said and then like i'll post something else on the other side will be like well this group said and i'm like yeah there's gonna be different groups there's gonna be different people that's Even the whole the- <laughs> argument that we are people as well and we have differences in opinions right. well this this is like this is like someone uh, if we were all mutants and this is, you know, the X-Men, then some of you non-mutants would be like, well, Professor X said. Someone else would be like, well, Magneto said. Exactly. And like, you've been like, you're just in the game now. So you're like, maybe you've been following one more than the other, but they're both valid sides of the same coin. I think even as black people, I'm speaking to us now, Magneto don't get mad because someone has a different vision for what this could be. I'm not mad at Kyrie for having a different idea of playing versus maybe LeBron has. I think there's room for both sides of that. And I think at the end of the day, they will play. And I think that what's important for Kyrie to remember after he, because it looks like they put out a list of demands. It'll probably get met to some capacity, which is great. As a black person, I want that distraction a little bit too, man. Like, it's, it's like, fuck. <laughs> for real. Like, I, I mean, 
I know that it's who generally funds the NBA, but it would be nice to like watch them do it. Like, no one's going to be watching any sports other than the NBA when it comes back. Baseball's pretty much fucked itself. Football's going to be a ways away. The Premier League's on, but I don't fucking watch that shit. Like, nah, don't cover the Premier League. Hey, right after I'm just saying I don't fucking watch it. <laughs> it's not an American sport. True. Uh, <laughs> when the NBA comes back, they'll have everyone's attention. So, A, yeah, I want to watch some basketball. But also, man, whatever they choose to do, however they choose to like present themselves, they can make huge statements every single night in ways that will be even bigger than some of these protests, to be honest with you. True, but you are then still giving them what they want and letting people have the excuse to act like shit is all sweet, and it's not. And it's like the point of it is to yeah. be like, yo, this, why are we still having this conversation? Yeah. All y'all want to watch this, all, which everything you just said is even more proof to the point of like, why the fuck are we having this conversation, bro? Yeah, like, what, Again, I can't disagree with you. I, I guess I would just say that, that I don't even think that they're, that Kyrie is aware of some of the things they can do that go alongside with playing like again that might be giving them what they want and again i'm glad that he put out this list of demands if they're met and he's comfortable to play play if he's not comfortable to play i'm not here to tell another man what to do but if they get out there and like whew, there's so many things they could do like they really just want to fuck it up they're like yo no we're not playing the national anthem all fucking season we're not even coming out for it fuck it like because what they do the anthem like i've never played in a game without fans where they play the anthem it's not for the players. It's so some like little kid can come out and sing, or some Celine Dion can come out and sing, and then all the fans feel like appreciated. But the fans come out. Can they come out to games? These will be fanless games, right? So it's like, who gives a fuck? You're still gonna go out and play the game, right? I know, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm saying like this is just that's an example of the top of my head. There's so many things that they could do that I think would also help inspire the protests on the street. And I just don't know if they've gotten there yet. And again, this is after if they get their demands and everything and they're comfortable to play. There's a lot of things they can do to keep this energy going. Because as much as you'd like to think, this is going to start to slip. So this is why they want to get their demands out now. But if in part of those demands they get some sort of like leeway to protest in game or, or on camera that keeps this energy going into the winter, I think it'd be fantastic. I understand what you're saying because you need... The people to put up the black power fist at the Olympic thing because you need a symbol to rally behind. Yeah, okay. Katniss Everdeen, you get okay. it. Okay. But on the same <laughs> point, when is your symbol just become Neo in the Matrix and it's just a part of the like yeah. if if you let the machine continue, what does it matter? Like yeah. you did your little spark of a thing, but are these billionaires still making billions? Yes. So then what the fuck do they care? You know what I mean? There's a reason why Amazon goes, oh, yeah, black, all black lives matter. You know why? Because those niggas want your money. That's yeah, what they do. Them. And I give it to them. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> they have like free two-day shipping. All uh, <laughs> what am I going to do? What fuck am I, I going to do? All I'm saying you is know I'm, how mad I am at Zuckerberg <laughs> and how much I need Facebook? It's so fucking terrible. So all I'm saying, bro, all I'm trying to get at is. This is a not only America, but globally a society that cares about 
one thing, and it's ducats. And if you're not yep. fucking up their ducats, then they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, again, I did preface this by saying that they get their list of demands met. Because this list of demands just came out today. So, if they're comfortable, then they can achieve both. They can make some meaningful change. And then they can also keep the conversation alive by being in the most bubble of an NBA season ever. Like, this is supposed to be an Olympic year, which would have fucked with the the people paying attention. Um, there should have been baseball. There should be all these other things. Instead, we're going to be watching these guys hyper in, like, a basically a chamber of entertainment. And so, again, if they can achieve both, I say go for it, man. But I'm not going to tell them to to play if they don't want to play. If they'd rather stay out on these streets... Fuck it, come out to these streets, man. We out here. I'm out there every goddamn day. So, you know, what a... Man is really speaking facts. He backing up what he's talking about. <laughs> Anyways. We, Anywho. We just played a game of NBA Jam. And Rod is a cheater. How am I a cheater? Because you know the game too well. You're a cheater in a <laughs> way that... You're a cheater in a way that, like, a big brother gives his little brother uh, the... What is a game where it was like definitively worse? Like you gave them, like this player to like Luigi technically because he like jumps a little less high as Mario. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's like you know the shit. It is like that level of a disadvantage, much like white people and black people. That much of oh, a Lord. difference. It's systemic because hard <laughs> to overcome. Like, I mean. You could choose any character. We'll get into what the game is and what it means, but you could you chose your teams. I didn't put in any codes, okay? I'm I had the same three bro. buttons as you. If anything, I was at a disadvantage because the game got reinstalled on my system and the buttons are flipped. So my instinct was to press the wrong button quite often, okay? So at, at, at that way, there's only three buttons. It's not like this is some complicated game. No. You I, have, you, it's for those still. out there, you have a button that makes you shoot, button that makes you... Uh, uh, pass. pass and a button that gives you turbo. And on defense, the shoot button becomes the block button. The pass button becomes the steal button. Okay? This is not complicated. It's not rocket science. Simplicity does not mean ease. That is a bullshit argument, But you sir. said it. So you said that I, I, I gave you some worse options. I didn't say that. I was saying that you have the knowledge advantage. If I play somebody in FIFA, right, and yeah. they have not played FIFA nearly as much as me, I inherently have the advantage there. Yeah, you but FIFA has like, 8,000 button combinations. It's not that many. It, I mean, yes. It used to be not that many, but now there's like, oh, control your footwork with the da-da-da-da. Like, eight, these eight combo moves. That's like your these... same argument with basketball, nigga. It's simple. Get the yeah. ball in the rim. If, so it, was, if like, it was 2K, if it was 2K like, and you never played 2K, if you play someone in 2K who's never played, you will win by 50, okay? Because there's too much to learn. Yeah. You can't win at NBA Jam by that. I mean, you can, but it's you much can. rarer because of the way the game the game is like set up almost like the basketball version of Mario Kart. Like I you get down, you get a little Even, bit extra. You're proving you, my point. You get a little you're bit extra like get, no, it's like fucking you get a welfare system. <laughs> nah, bro, it's the mastering simplicity is a slept on. You play video games, there you know that's a fact, bro. Yeah. There is a difference between even a casual Mario Kart player and a dude who's like, "This my shit." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I think you're still you're still gonna get the blue shells if you're at the back. 
And at the front, where you get bananas. But timing, bananas, and all that bananas, stuff. bananas. Like bananas. you're shooting shots, the timing, you know when to let it go. It's all that stuff. This is Look, true. This is true. This is true. It's not I wrong. didn't say I didn't have fun. All right, that's what we need to get at. The game is enjoyable. All I'm saying is you had a step ahead. All right. Did you? you you've played <laughs> this game in the past, obviously. Yes, I have. Were the yes. Pacers always your team? No. So what was that inspiration um, today? Well, we uh, tried this here one before, and I was going off of another team. So this is a different game than the game that I know, right? We played the tournament edition. Yeah. Not the original edition, but I feel like the Pacers aren't particularly different between the two versions. No, I used to play with, uh, remember I said I played with Shaq, I played with a game that was different. That didn't have the same teams. Oh, yeah. Because so I guess there's only... So, fact about this game. Shaq, Michael Jordan. Uh, there's somebody else important. Maybe that's not hidden here. Maybe not. Maybe it's just those two guys. Because they had their own licensing deals. They only appear in like... I want to say like five. <laughs> I was supposed to be like five total cabinets that had like both right. of those guys in it or something. So, I don't know where this version that Chris played... I, with Shaq exists because it's it's supposed to be like only like rich dudes who bought him off of auctions in like the 1993 have this system. I am the last generation of arcade children, and the arcade that I had in my town had that game, and I used to fuck it up and fuck up some pizza, and that's how I got fat. <laughs> <laughs> and this is in, in this and back then you would play as Shaq. Yes, it was Shaq and... Um, Penny had to be. Was it Penny? Because Penny's in the game. Then yeah, that's what it was. I just remember Shaq because it was fun to shoot three-pointers with Shaq. So I got really good at it because people be like, this is bullshit! And I'd be like, ha-ha. So you do understand the <laughs> shot timing. If you're making threes with Shaq. You, act, you came out here acting like you just had no recollection of the game no just said the mechanics said it's different said it's different bro that's all it's I'm the saying. exact same game just doesn't have shack in it hey tomato tomato bro this no tomato tomato minus shack <laughs> it's the exact same thing nope <laughs> not accepting it that's your okay. truth this is my truth so clearly he's a little salty and i'll tell you why because i did learn a while ago as a kid i used to play uh as the Mavericks, because for whatever reason, Jamal Mashburn on this game has like zero flaws. Like his worst stat is like a seven. Zero flaws. I'm, I'm serious. He's like a flawless player on that game. He's the only person on the tournament edition that's like that. Which, as a kid, we had it on Super Nintendo. Uh, Jamal Mashburn was the truth. But as an adult, I reevaluated what it means to, for a player to have flaws or not. The Utah Jazz are a flawless team in this game, and I'll tell you why. John Stockton has a nine on three-point abilities, a nine on steals. Some true bullshit. And a nine on ball handling. And a nine on speed. But then he has like a straight zero on power, a zero on shot blocking. Yeah, so he has he has zeros that make him on paper average out to not being that good. But when you're not needing him to do those things that are zeros, he's the best player in the game. It's actually garbage because uh, (laughs) the motherfucker would just sit. Because the way it plays is like ping pong, right? So technically, you're just, you have a small box and it's like, let me try to fake you out going. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't cross over. It's not 2K. It's not like a lot. No crossover. eh, eh, eh. So if you manage to get your defensive player, 
which is usually a big man, to cut off a certain lane, and you just spaz the steal button, and you got somebody that's a nine, cookies. And yeah. then you get to go over in the corner and drop down but it's with two that on two. You have a lot of space on the court to work with. You got to just get around. Look, man. <laughs> look. I mean, yeah, technically, I guess that's right. Yeah. But I mean, just, we both I'm had just, the same challenge. I'm just highlighting Reggie that it's Miller crazy was taking John Stockton's cookies at a he rate was. that's like not. He was bullying him. He was. Because he was bullying him. That's the one thing to work. But alongside John Stockton is the NBA's leading scorer all time, second leading scorer all time, Carl Malone. And this guy's nines man. are all of John Stockton's zeros. So it's a nine power, a nine block, a nine rebound. Like, all he does is just fuck the other computer guy up and just push him to the ground. Those this of you who aren't familiar with NBA big Jam. country bumpkin just came through, kept pushing my dude down the whole game. Yes. I, Google Carl Malone. It's a picture of him and John Stockton. I want to kick both of them in the knees in this picture. <laughs> just off this one, <laughs> this one very close game. It wasn't a blowout by any means, but in NBA Jam, okay, this game came out when? In 1990. Three, the original NBA Jam, and then I think the tournament edition came out in '94, which is one I again I had for SNES. Um, but it's a two-on-two game, and like Chris said, it's very back and forth. It's very fast, actually. Like you can score in like two seconds quite frequently and easily. Okay, which is what I love about it. To me, it's the best basketball video game ever made because they don't make any attempt to make it real. When I play a game that's supposed to be real, I hate it. Like 2K, <laughs> all the things that they say make it more real only make it worse to me. It's yeah. just like, it just keeps getting worse and worse because they they can't make real basketball as a game. At least not yet. There's, it's the most fluid of sports that combines too many different like things between athleticism, skill, and like precise movement. Um, maybe there's some soccer players who find that to be the case with like FIFA and stuff like that. Like... I could totally see that with this game. I just can't. I can't do it. My instincts on how I want to make a player move never align with how they move. But that's all sports video games. Because that no single person I have ever seen in real life, watched on TV, watched on a field, has done any of the bullshit I have seen done in Madden. Okay? I think that's just all across the platform of video games. The more they try to make them simulations, the more... The video game aspect of it holds that back. So you need to just have a certain point in which you're like, this is a game, and stop trying to make it more like a simulation. Well, I think Madden, Madden has three modes. They have sim mode, arcade mode, and competitive mode. Arcade mode is a joke, but I'm not mad at sim mode. And I think that, in short order, a big reason why is that the player movement Still works out. There was a few years ago where if a guy was like a 95 speed and someone was a 90 speed, you know, it's like, it was like night and day. You were never going to catch the, the second guy. Now they add stuff like acceleration, like tracking down, you know, recovery, all this other stuff where it doesn't really play out like it used to. Okay. In NBA. Okay. I'll tell you, when I was in college, we used to do 200s for conditioning. Fucking hated that shit every time. It's like we're going to the track. It means we're literally not getting any better at basketball. We're just on the track. One of the dumbest things about college sports to me. Like We had to run a mile for our high school team. And I was like, when do people ever run a straight mile in basketball? And that was like the varsity test thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's just lazy coaching. I mean, anything, in my opinion, that can be conditioned can be done with a basketball. Well, that's just me, even if it is some sort of running. Anyways, you'd have to run these 200s. And the fast, the, the times we had to clock in at, I think guards had to be at 22 seconds and bigs had to be 23 or 24 seconds. And mind you, this is with running like 20 of these. This isn't like just one, like you're all out fastest, right? Okay. That means at 200 yards, 200 meters, they are basically saying that the slowest person on our team should only be about a second slower than the fastest person on our team. I say that because not only did it work out that way, it is in no way like that on fucking NBA 2K. A guy who's slow on 2K is literally like double as slow, at, like ungodly slow. The thing about these guys is that they're so, even the biggest, tallest guys have such long strides that they're faster than 95% of mortals. Like anyone listening to this, you're slower. You're slower than Boban. You think Boban's slow, you're slower than Boban. I'm telling you this right now. He's a fast motherfucker. All these guys are fast. They play these guys in the game so crazy, I cannot stand it. I I actually can't. It pisses me off. See, and I'm saying this is the fundamental difference between football and basketball. I assume that you're going to... Cuts are more important. You know what I mean? That's what I think is the problem with most sports video games, Mm. specifically 2K and Madden, is... But, like, when you hoop against someone, there's a certain way they cut, right? There's a certain way you stop movement and then go it that way. How shitty that is in 2K is my problem with 2K. In Madden, why are you skating on the... Why does this game play like NHL? These people on turf should not be moving like this. And that's what throws me off because it's like, okay, well, that's not how that cut would go. If you're supposed to be stopping and doing that, it's going to... The timing should not be like that. Right. And that's my problem with all sports games. Is like that is that is more my problem than the fact that the big dude is slow. Like, of course they. But that, that was just one long example I had. <laughs> one thing. The, the the animations in the game are a problem. I think that they matter less in in Madden, and I'll tell you why. In Madden, if you hit someone with a spin and they like kind of glitch and it's like, oh, he went right through him, and it's like ends up being a touchdown. That's a that's a play where they couldn't get the animation right to produce a play that still always ha- like doesn't always happen but has like a good chance of happening that same way. It just looks a bit goofy because yeah, the way that like the players' animations don't line up. In 2K, the animations lead to consistently and all the time things that aren't real. Like, and I don't mean like aren't real and like this specifically wouldn't happen. I mean like that entire play is not possible and it's baked into the game. So one of the animations in 2K that I hate is if you Full court shoot, pass? N- no. The <laughs> <laughs> fact that nobody can do a full court yeah, pass. Yeah, nobody can do a full court pass. But when you, if you shoot a layup and you miss it, your guy takes like three steps and like falls over. You almost never get your own offensive rebound. When in basketball, the chance of you getting your own offensive rebound is incredibly high if you take a layup, especially an open layup. And I'm saying, this is all sports games though. FIFA... You don't. If somebody is pushing you and you play soccer, bro, you're not. You, uh, you don't trip a thousand times unless you have a chance to crowd a foul. Like those dudes do this every day. Right, right. In football, like there's certain moves where it's like there's no way. There is no way if I have position on this man by two steps, I have 
the full rip move on this dude, he can cover back like that and get me and hit me up like he did. It's impossible. It cannot <laughs> be done. Okay? But, uh, <laughs> it's the same but thing. That's I, 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 I would argue that FIFA is more on the level of what I'm talking about than Madden. Because in one thing that they, like even what they say about football teams is uh, like the motto. We were talking about it the other day. It's like, do your job. Because it's 11 people all with one specific job. So even if the animation gets it slightly wrong, it's a very like binary thing. Like, does the D end beat the tackle or no? Does the running back get through the hole or no? In basketball, each player has 50 jobs. In soccer, each player has 50 jobs. So you can't like make it as... But each play is much more of a fluid thing with each and every player. And it makes it really fucked up when the animations don't support the game at all. I don't think it's... I live with, I live with the animation in Madden. If someone makes like a crazy-ass catch or something, I live with it because I'm like, all right, it doesn't... What would that play look like in real life? Probably similar without that bullshit like move they did. When it's FIFA or it's NBA or it's 2K, it's like, that is something that the animation made that's impossible. That isn't even close. And the and the result is not the same as it would be in the game, regardless. I think you could make that argument cross board. That's the problem with people who, when I go watch football with like frat dudes who have never played football, or dudes who just are big sports fans but have never played a sport, is that they look at things like they're gambling. Mm. Like it's very binary. It's yeah. like one. It's like that is not it, bro. There are <laughs> there are so many fucking things going on, and there's so many like overlapping reads and things that have to happen for the shit to look like it's just one dude doing one thing. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, and I think that is my problem with Madden games is that mm. it's those type of people going, this is what this game is. And yeah. it's like, no, it's fucking not. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's my personal irritation. I feel like anybody who plays the sport and then plays the game is going to have their this feeling about this, what I'm getting at. But, like... Right. Right, I like in it. I like NFL Blitz because it's a fucking game. <laughs> NFL Blitz horses jumping on dudes like. is awesome. That'll get its own episode <laughs> one day for sure. Uh, let's take it back to NBA Jam because all the things we just said are things I don't like about uh, uh, video games, and NBA Jam has pretty much none of them. I mean, it's it's such a well made game in terms of. We threw out the element of simulation, and then because of that, everything that happens in the game that is crazy only adds to the game. Yeah. Um, and I think that there might be a better game that we'll dedicate definitely a whole episode to, You're, and that's NBA Street yep, Volume 2. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, hard to get our hands on. It's hard to get your hands heat. on. Uh, but before that, this was the gold standard of basketball to me. Um, and you're right, it is... It ends up being a very binary game in the end. Because I usually know if I shoot a three with John Stockton, it's going in. The motherfucker will shoot 99% from three if you don't uh, yeah. if you don't block it. That's I'll be honest, that's the only reason I'm tight. Is that every time he <laughs> shot a shot, he made it. I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, can somebody stop this dude? You have to literally push him out of the air for him to miss this the, the shot. Only way. This is the only <laughs> it's way. It's ridiculous. But that all this, like you said you were shooting threes with Shaq. I played against my brother and he found a crazy good combination playing as as the Spurs because they have Dennis Rodman and Dave, David Robinson yeah. 
and he would just block everything yeah, and just shoot threes. He wouldn't make ninety nine percent, but he make like sixty five percent threes. Shots. <laughs> and, and, and then he'd just be on fire all the time. Just if he got on fire once, the game, game was over because yeah. you're never making a shot again. Facts. That's true. I mean, yeah, defense wins championships. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they say for a reason. Um, I, I agree. Anyway, I think that's what I was saying. With the more they make it a sim, the more it's a problem. Like game should be a game. That's what makes it fun. Like I, the arcadey nature of it, uh, I think is why NBA jams is so lit. But you are correct. NBA streets is better just because it made it more modern. You could do more stuff with it. But you build your players' skills up, which was new at the time. Yeah. Um, like customization. It's yeah. First time you could have a character with the the AI um, headband. The outfits were so bad. No, no, I think about it. That game was lit, though. You didn't like the outfits. <laughs> we're not talking about that game. We have time. We have time to get back to that sorry, game. Sorry, sorry, we're gonna sorry. Do, we're going to give it its whole thing. True, true, true. For true. sure. Um, my, aside from that arcade that I, I went off at, um, this I feel like NBA Jams was a staple in Pizza Huts. Maybe it's just a Midwestern thing, but every single Pizza Hut I went into had an NBA Jam machine in it. Mm. And it was like, I just thought they were, they like bought them. And it was right, just like a right. part of the thing. Right. Because it, it would be there every single time. And I would be like, nah, can you place the order when we get there so I can play the game? Yeah. And my mom was like, are you? No. So you exclusively played this on arcades? Yes. Yes. So I um, played my cousin's NES and all the, everything up until PlayStation 2. I just played with somebody else's version of that. Got Except it. for the 64. I had a 64, but everything else. Right. Well, I'm saying that because the arcade game and the console version are quite different, especially when you get into the tournament edition, because on the console, you had access to millions of cheat codes. <laughs> millions of cheat codes. I didn't play, at a certain point, I don't think I played one game straight up. And this is what you were alluding to earlier. My little brother would get the worst of it. There, there wasn't online play. Right, right. So every code I learned was just a code my brother didn't know. <laughs> just, you can't look them up, Playboy. Yeah, at the time, the only way to get these codes was to buy the 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 game guide midway. So they, they also did uh, Mortal Kombat. It's pre-game shark guys. And, and those two games were very code heavy. And you had to have the book. And the book, I don't remember if you bought it directly from midway or you bought it from Nintendo Power. But it was $10 that us broke black kids did not have access to. But most kids didn't have the book. Yeah. Like, at that price point in the mid-90s, it basically meant, like, only the rich white kid had it. Why would you own yeah. this $10 book for cheat codes? Yeah. <laughs> like, the one kid who did, you know, you didn't, I couldn't, like, today if someone had it, I could at least take a picture of it easily. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you could do. Either you had the book or you didn't. And then you yeah. just memorized what you could memorize. Yeah. So I memorized... The, the codes that I thought were the dopest and the ones that I always did were I would, you could sub in one player out of the two players. You couldn't put a code for both. So can mm -hmm. I play as the Mavericks, have Jamal Mashburn as one guy. My second guy would be Frank Thomas okay. or it would be Hillary Clinton. <laughs> both of them, the stats would come up as question marks because there's no, it's like, so it's unknown how good these players are. I just seem like, Frank Thomas, he's got to be perfect. He's my favorite baseball player ever. He's got to be a perfect basketball player. And then Hillary Clinton, I don't know why I thought it was so funny to play as her back then. 
But like, I think Bill might be in the game too. But I was like, no, nah, I'm playing as Hillary, which I'm very ashamed of. Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't understand the political ramifications of my decisions. Yeah, you was playing yourself. You, I was. You I was, was. You was letting her duck all on these black men while she signed off for the eighty-four So demoralizing bro. to myself. <laughs> I did this. Society did it to your psyche. Guys, Trump is my fault. <laughs> I was playing as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I fucked it up for all of us. <laughs> Now we are where we are. Oh my god! It was like, nah, fuck her. This one tall ass motherfucking kid beat my ass on her one time. <laughs> I felt like I was getting dunks for healthcare. You know what I mean? I thought it was really powerful to play as Hillary Clinton, so I did. Meanwhile, on Epstein's island. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh lord. Speaking of islands, though, that would be one of the codes I would put in was hot spots. So you could get if you took like a full court shot, like they would come up randomly. Full court shot would be, it'd have like an eight on it or something. So eight points if you make it from that spot. Mm -hmm. Et cetera, they'd pop up all over the court. But what I really would do to fuck with my brother, again, he would take the brunt of this. I'd do the hot spots always. You had time to get, at this stage of the of the code entering, I think it's when that countdown was coming up. Yeah. So you had like basically 10 seconds to get in as many codes as possible. Oof. And they didn't just register right away. So it would take like a few tries. So. Yeah. On average, you could get two done. So I would do two of these three every time. Either hot spots and permanent fire. So you start the game and you're just on fire. Or full court dunks. So you could dunk from anywhere. Two of those three would always be... If I get all three, it's like, oh shit. Game over. But with just two of the three, with just dunks and hot spots, I just run around in a circle until I find that eight and then just go dunk from it. Eight points. Hillary Clinton on the board. You know, Gen Z kids will never have that joy of uh, getting a cheat code book or like that you didn't own and like writing that cheat code. So then when your homies came, you would just fuck them up like Mortal Kombat (laughs) or in like, um, I guess GTA is not with somebody else, but like still like. Getting the GTA codes memorized before computers were a thing. Yeah. Like Gamefly and all that shit. Just, that was a, was a joy. You know how, like, older uh, pe- dudes always talk about, like, you have to go find porn in the woods. <laughs> I mean, I'm old enough for that to have been, a, like, someone found, like, a... <laughs> like a pl- anything. I just... <laughs> anything, and, like, it always is, it was always, like, by the sewer or something. Like, look what we found. Like, that was my point. It was just, like, I was never just wandering around in forests and shit to, like, go discover things. What is that movie with the, um... Damn, that dude who went crazy. No, and the one guy that killed him, who OD'd. Damn. Man, that sounds like a lot of movie plots. Oh, I have snap. no idea. They were little kids, and it's it's not Goonies, but it's like that. It's depressing, though. It's like, whatever. I'll, I'll figure it the out. The Good Son? No. With Elijah Wood? No. Macaulay Culkin? That's not it. It was I rated that movie, R. Though. That I was crazy. That movie, I saw that when I was like nine. I was like, oh, this is wild. Who's Macaulay? What is the first R-rated movie you saw? Uh, is Posse rated R? I don't know. I just remember I saw a posse in the movie. In the movie, there was my mom, and she like covered my eyes when like titties came out or something. <laughs> Still haven't seen it since. Probably it should. is rated R. Okay, yeah, R. maybe it might be that. It got twenty nine percent around tomatoes. But I, but I did also. I mean, I guess younger than that, I probably saw like Jungle Fever. Yeah. Um, but probably the first one I saw in theaters was Posse for sure. Mine was Matrix. That was rated R. Yes, the first one. Jesus. Yes. I guess just because of the violence. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh yeah, but you, you say uh, <laughs> I was reminded when you said you had to find something and find porn in the woods because uh, 
today's kids will never experience what I'm about to say, but when before cell phones were all around, pay phones would be around, and all of these like the reason we even have 800 numbers was because every call used to cost if it was like outside of your local area. Yeah. Surprise, that's new. This whole call further than 10 miles shit is new. It's, it's literally why we have area codes. Like, oh, in this area code, it's free, but the next one is going to cost you more. Surprise, so you, you could do 800 numbers from pay phones. And literally, I just I remember many times sitting there with like other like boys my age just typing in like 1-800 like free sex <laughs> or 1-800 like different combinations we could try to come up with where someone would come back. And, yeah, and that, I remember that one specifically because it, it worked, obviously. And you'd just be like, hey, are you looking for hot, heavy action? Enter a dollar more and talk to a local near you. It was some 40-year-old dude. We, I mean, we never had the money to put. If, we're, if you're putting in 800 numbers, that means you also don't have like money. You're like not. True. Why is the 800 number? It's just free. It's like, oh, we did to see something funny? The movie that I was talking about is Stand By Me. Okay. It's very much Basically the same as The Good Son. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that little tangent right there. Have you ever seen the movie Phone Booth? Yes. Or I don't know. Maybe. Is that the one that's like cellular? Is like this... At like the same time, and I always get the two confused. It's like Colin Farrell is in it. Yes, exactly, and that's it. That movie was shot in 2002, and I have never once gone in a phone booth. The to me, they are Superman's changing place, and <laughs> those red things that are sometimes in London and Doctor Who. No, that's a police box. That's not even I mean, a phone booth. If I remember, the reason why I get those movies confused is he Colin Farrell had a cell phone, and it was like stolen. Or he wasn't able to use it or something, so he had to use the phone booth, and it was like more difficult for him because he like wasn't used to yeah, that technology. It was like part booth. of the plot line became that the phone booth was like hard to use. So it totally makes sense. It was I don't think it was used as like, oh, we still just use phone booths. Right, and I, I haven't seen this since then, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I feel like I feel like all these we were getting way off NBA. We are. Here, this has everything to do with James every single episode of like. A sitcom in the 90s, the phone not being like available to the protagonist is yeah. always like a plot, like an easy plot device. Like, oh, are we going to tell Joey that, that Rachel's coming home? Oh, man, I, he's not answering the phone. Mom, get off the phone. Get off the fucking phone. When was the last time that's happened in the show? Uh, anyway, yeah, NBA Jams didn't play it at home. Um, I did spend so many quarters. Yeah, I don't ridiculous. like. It's not a cheap game. It stops every quarter of basketball action yeah. to ask for more money. It's highway robbery. <laughs> it is. It, so it, I can playing it at the arcade had. You probably could have just bought the game for much less than you spent on playing it at the arcade. True, but uh, arcades are more so like at least for me the particular type of nerdy child that I was was just like a it was like a hangout yeah it was like oh let's go to the arcade other nerds will be there playing games and like you yeah. play the Simpsons game I think I was too was broke like, to go to the arcade like that it's yeah. probably like I mean there was one near the movie theater but yeah. I've been in there a couple times but I mean True. I'd get like two dollars and quarters from my mom like after church or something yeah. and then that would last me like four minutes of games because they weren't a quarter by that point even in like the mid 90s yeah and then I got to a certain age when I was like 11 where I'm like, I'm more into music. And then like I would take that same amount of like little money after church and buy like, music. yeah, and I started buying CD singles 
from the warehouse because they cost like three bucks. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, my parents got divorced, so that's what my dad's thing was. Was like, what you trying to do nigga? You know, you, you want to go, go to arcade? What you trying to do nigga? NBA Jam arcade? <laughs> I'm 50 years that. old. I'll see you right there. <laughs> <laughs> It was arcades, a lot of books, man. <laughs> like, uh, it's so impractical now that I'm thinking about it. Because like the Simpsons game was also highway robbery. Like, you so I have so on this thing, I have the Simpsons and I have the Ninja Turtles. And Ninja Turtles is we crazy. I don't know if we beat Ninja Turtles or we got close. This is probably a year ago was the last time I played it. It so I have an arcade system in my house and it functions as a regular arcade, except you don't put quarters in it, right? But I do have to add credits with like the credit button or whatever. I had to upload 300 credits, so 300 quarters, to make it halfway through Ninja Turtles with two people playing. It is incredibly unfair. This game, and I'm pretty sure that The Simpsons is the same maker, it's the same like base. It is designed to rob your kids of their money. You cannot beat this game. It's you all in arcade. You was. can't. That's why I got good at fighting games. Because I was like, "Fuck this shit, bro. This is the only. This is the only bang for your buck. Because if you like yeah. got good enough, you could just last until you died. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, and then one day uh, I was in there, and <laughs> I thought it was nice. As this is the newer Tekken. It's like Tekken Five or some shit. I'm like. So I got at like 13, a little bit younger than that, like 12. I got really into Yu-Gi-Oh! And so I would be in the mall and I would play Mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! And then I would go to the arcade. And then I was playing the arcade and I got nice, but this was a new tech and I didn't really know it like that. Okay. So I'm playing with this new character, but she's basically Eddie, the nigga with the dreads. I don't know enough about the character. Anywho, it's basically (laughs) that. And then this dude came in and he was just... He had to have been like in his twenties, but I was young, so maybe he was just. He could have been 19. like fifteen, also. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> when you're ten, if someone who's fourteen is forty, right? Like, you know, you have no sense of of age. But he came in and he was just a cocky son of a bitch. Hmm. He was just he, like he seemed too old. And this Asian boy proceeded to whoop my fucking ass for $5 <laughs> worth of quarters, bro. Mm. I was like, no, 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 no. You're not just going to disrespect me like that. We got to figure this out. And he was just. And you didn't figure it out. You just got that ass it out. Just got my ass beat terribly. Sounds like my brother versus me in, uh, in NBA Jam. Oh, my God. I'm sure, he, I'm sure as kids he did beat me, but it was so rare because I would always just cheat with the cheat codes. <laughs> and then I think what happened was. So after NBA Jam, Midway produced uh, NBA Hang Time. NBA <laughs> Hang Time. <laughs> That's how I used to start every time it came you know, on. <laughs> first of all, the 90s were so lazy with the theme songs, dog. That is the same shit as Chippendale's Rescue Ranger. It's every song's the same. Da 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 da. But this like clearly had like it sounded like it was. Uh, like the same women who did like the intro to Jock Jams or something. It was like Probably. it was like along those lines, and also reminded me of like the NBA and NBC. NBA, what? hang time. But when that game came out, it was like they had like big heads, yeah, and like smaller bodies, yeah. And it was like it was fun, but it never recaptured, especially because all like the codes got wilder. 
So like even when I say big heads, like you could make the heads like extra big as one of the codes. Yeah. Where the head would be like twice the size of the body. That was like, also a big thing for a time period because you remember Golden I did that. It was like why? why do yeah, I yeah, they did have bigger? big heads on what Golden. What is the point of this? I don't know. Like what? Okay, you use more pixels. What the fuck? Like, maybe it's maybe coding wise, it was just like an easy like fun thing to do that like yeah. didn't take like much effort. But that's probably it. Uh, yeah, and then after hang time, it just kind of then there was NBA Showtime or whatever. Yeah, Showtime, and that is the one with NBA and NBC, and that was '99. Um, and then NBA Hoops, so it just really declined fast. <laughs> hang time was still good, but Jam <laughs> Tournament Edition is the legend in the space. And what's crazy is you can't like buy any of these games anymore, even NBA Street. NBA like these are like because of the NBA's like licensing or something. They've made on purpose that a lot of these games aren't backwards compatible. Like even yeah. if PlayStation Five says like it can play PlayStation One games, it won't play those games, um, which is a travesty because motherfuckers want to play this shit, bro. <laughs> such a good game. Uh, yeah, I know we we got off tangent a little bit already, but that game is crack. Which game? NBA Streets. Oh, yeah. Specifically Volume 2. Yes, we all know. Because that's the one that starts with, they reminisce over you, and it's such a perfect way for a game to start. Yeah. Um, but also, to your point, and this goes back to our problem with the simulation, is that video games are supposed to be a power fantasy, right? So it's supposed to be something that you can't do. So don't... Stop trying to make it so real, man. Well, no. I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought this up, and we'll we'll wrap it up with this, because I think this will actually drag on a little bit. But you alluded to this earlier when you talked about, or this is what I first thought of earlier when you talked about UCB people being squares. My first thought when you said that is, yeah, but they always want to talk about sports like they like know the shit. When they, Ugh. I mean, and I don't, like, <laughs> hey, it's okay to be a sports fan. In fact, a lot of people who are on TV talking about sports never really played either. So I'm not like... It's not really where my hate comes from, but I'm reminded when you say that it's a power fantasy, why do they want it to be so real? Because someone who could never play basketball, to them, playing a real version feels like a power fantasy. To be a regular NBA player is a power fantasy to some people. To me, it's not. I don't want to be myself. <laughs> I want to be better than myself. I want to be fucking crazy. I want to do shit that, that is amazing, not, not get my offensive rebound. Like I can do the shit that the game says people can't do. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there's a reason uh, when they did that whole NBA players playing 2K to try to like replace the league, KD was shit at 2K. You know why? Because he's really good at actual basketball in the video game. Yeah, the worst players were the best at the game, for sure. And also, none of them chose their own teams, which I found to be like super weird. That's dumb. Especially Pat Beverly, who I'm like... I literally just watched that one game. I was like, this isn't for me. It's also super boring, because like, I think they're all scared to... Talk like they would talk yes. if they were playing each yes. other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It seemed like their agents of the NBA was like, okay, this is live. Yeah, like, don't fuck it up. Because so, <laughs> if you've ever been in a room with two black men playing a video oh game, it is God. not like that. Not polite at all, boy. <laughs> Nothing like that. Pat Beth, bro? Come on. Yeah, that they, man. They were sitting there in cash. silence playing this game. I'm like, this is the most boring shit I've ever because fucking seen. Because if they didn't sit in silence, it would have got out of hand real fast. <laughs> but what's out of hand? Like, in today's climate, 
Maybe Fam. it's time we need to let two black motherfuckers play. Just be themselves on TV. I'm saying out of hand is listen to how upset I was about me losing by seven points. You know how crazy people get if you people pop them by for twenty dollars. People like, have died for less. Come on, bro. This <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had that on TV. My bro- <laughs> we were over here playing Madden the other day, and my brother came over and he was. So when he plays against me, because he hasn't, he's yet to beat me at Madden. Yeah. Like maybe since I haven't played in a long time, but since we got twenty. He hasn't beat me. He's like 0 and 10. So he doesn't say a word when he's playing against me. He doesn't show any emotion like Aang when he's like going against the face stealer. Like, that was a good play you ran. And I know he's doing this because inside he's in so much turmoil. He doesn't want to show me. He doesn't want to give me the satisfaction. And I know this because he played one game against Leonard. And talked cash. I think you were here. Or maybe you weren't here yet. I got there. But first play, he throws a touchdown. And this guy like screams at the top of his lungs like, or something, and we're like, "What the? What kind of sound is that? What did you just make?" He's like, "Oh, I was excited." I'm like, "See, now I know you're lying is, when you play me. Is, you're trying to hold it in because it's hard. You gotta stay neutral all the time, or it's not real." You bro. think I was nice to him when I used codes and beat the shit out of him in NBA Jam? You think I was nice? I wasn't Trauma. nice. There was nothing nice about that Traumatize shit. Traumatize that man. Try bro. out new codes just to destroy him. Well, how do you do the code? I give, I give him like I trickle him out the worst codes. Like ones that like ones that don't do Such much. An asshole. Here's the big head code. <laughs> you can be a big head. I'll I'll have all dumps. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm on fire and I'm gonna do if they score for this point, I get eight points. Come on, bro. That is the curse <sighs> of being a younger sibling, man. But yes, if you if no one talks like that, and again, taking it taking it back because you said you watched the the uh I feel like you we might have got off track of what you were trying to say because you were saying you watched the the 2K games, um, but we were talking about how people, um, for them, that is a power fantasy to be yeah. a regular sportsman. Yeah. And that's always just so weird being an actual sportsman because I feel like we never have like a good sports discussion. It's always like something so buck wild. Like we're going to have Ethan Strauss on here who wasn't a sportsman to my knowledge. I wrote the book on the Warriors, okay. But I think it's a very objectively written book. Yeah. I know one guy, I'll say his name, Edgar, because we're going to get you on here. <laughs> we're gonna get, I'm calling you out because we're going to get you on here to discuss this. Edgar, when I, I, I told him that Ethan Strauss was coming on, he's like, good, let me know because I, I got shit to say to that nigga. I'm like, I'm like, what? What do you have to say? Like, he'd be hating on KD too much. That is an irrational response to a rational pointing out of KD being fucking crazy. And if you've ever been in any NBA locker room or any hot, like the higher the level of the locker room, the wilder the shit is. Because there's, it's just the way it works. It's how people grow in any space. In any job you have, we talked about UCB earlier, the more, the higher paying it is, the wilder the stories are that come out of it. For sure. One story here is just, hey, KD's sensitive. And guess what? He made a very uncompetitive move to go to the Warriors. Whether it's what he wanted or not, that was just a, a move I had never seen before. Okay? The secret Instagram yes. is hilarious. But for, for <laughs> Edgar, this is blasphemy to talk about him in this way. Um, and I see that with a lot of people who didn't play sports. Their takes are so much wilder. It's because their takes come from passion of being come a from fan. The heart. Yeah, that's true. It's like passion of being a fan. I can only speak for myself. But I think it's very consistent that people who have played sports, unless they are sports analysts and shit, are not as big of fans of sports 
as people who have not played them. This is true. Because you have had to do all the shitty things to be able to do the hour to three hours of a game that you're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. On that note, here's an interesting question. Do you think the people doing porn are less excited than people (laughs) watching porn? For sure. (laughs) For sure, bro. (laughs) Because I've been on a movie set, my guy. You know how many takes are necessary? (laughs) Exactly. That's the point I'm getting at. Do you know how many takes are being done? All right? And then there's just a crew of like 20 Sweaty fucking dudes doing <laughs> lights and shit with a boom mic. I am always, I am always curious what it's like. Like the scene's about to end, and he's like hitting it from the back or something. And then she like drops down on her knees, and then it cuts, and then the cum shot happens. I'm like, <laughs> how much time did it take? Like, were they sitting there for like 15 minutes, and she's just like bored, like. I could check in her phone, and then it's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, cut, cut, get back, get back, get back, get back. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's why there's a cut. You know what fight scenes, bro? When it's like, oh, it's on one take. Every time somebody falls in front of the camera, that's a cut. Yeah. The same thing yeah. is important, yeah. bro. They got to have cuts. And there's some mouth breather going, all right, you got to come on her face. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what was that sound? I just, oh, Jesus. Just every, every, every documentary I've ever seen on porn is just the creepiest people are the ones making Yeah, you can't watch how the sausage removes, gets made, that's for sure. Or how everything. the sausage gets used. Uh, boo, gross, <laughs> disgusting. We can end it on that. That's a great way to end it. NBA Jam, right? Come on, it's so wild. To the gym. Don't we have fun here? <laughs> Uh, Chris, where can people find you on social? Um, at Dreddins on Instagram. It's D-R-E-D-D is in dog, I-N-S. And you can find me at Jerion. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.